0: What's good, my teacuppers? Welcome back. And if this is your first time listening, hey boo, I'm not sure what time it is where you at, but where I'm at, it is time for tea. Now grab your mug and let's get to it. Hey, what's up teacuppers? First of all, want to apologize for the delaying episodes But if you are grown, if you got bills, then you already know the sacrifices that you have to make for these jobs. This podcast is not paying my bills, so I had to do what the government had asked for me to do, but whatever. It's done. Y'all ain't got to worry about no more interruptions. I hope last week you were able to drink one of your favorite cups of tea. I know that I usually give y'all about seven days to try some tea, so I think that was more than enough time to, um, if you haven't already went out to your favorite or your local grocery store, that was more than enough time. And, you know, I know usually I never um, talk about Lipton tea. I just want to say I have nothing against them. I like the cold Lipton teas that you can buy from the store. So if we talking about brewing, honey, I'm going to make sure I keep y'all up to date uh, with all of my caffeine-free teas. I do have some people shipping me teas. So whenever those make it, those are definitely going to go on the list. So stay tuned, stay tuned. Um, Now today we are going to talk about independence and I don't know how old y'all are, but when I was in like seventh grade, I don't want to tell my age without telling it, but a young philosopher from Louisiana, not only (laughs) did he teach us how to spell independent, okay? But he literally told us (laughs) what it meant to be independent. Like, she got her own house. She got her own car. (laughs) Two jobs. Work hard. You know what I'm saying? So independence is definitely not something that is new to me. Um, I grew up around a bunch of black motivated mamas. Um, My mama, my aunties, my godmothers, my cousins, um, they all were the head of our households. Uh, They always kept a job. They always had a car. Our lights were always on, you know, like Uh, We were able to see the finer things in life, even though me and my cousins we grew up on the south side. Some of them grew up in Mississippi, some of them grew up in Oklahoma. Uh, You know, we were able to see our mamas get up and grind every single day. So I am not new to independence. Um, I do think that. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil what I'm going to really talk about. But I do think that that is a trait that um all people should learn especially young black females and y'all i'm no feminist or nothing like that but i just think that it's a really great um it's a really great i think it's a skill i don't think that everyone is capable of being independent i do think that some people are gonna live with their parents for the rest of their life but that's them you know that's their choices i'm not knocking nobody hey free rent i ain't mad at you okay but quick fact though do y'all know that the world's smallest reptile was first reported in 2021? Like, all of these years, you feel me? We, we, I know y'all been to museums, I know y'all done been to uh, aquariums, I know y'all done been to the zoo, <laughs> and I've never seen the world's smallest reptile. Uh, But a tiny chameleon was discovered in northern Madagascar, measuring just 28.9 millimeters. You can pull your ruler out. This is not a game. Um, It is definitely believed to be the smallest reptile on Earth. The itty-bitty chameleon was recently discovered and reported in January of 2021 in the issue of Scientific Reports. There is one thing about these critters that's big for its size. The genitalia of the males measures almost 20% of his body length. I'm talking 20%, my man. I don't want to keep, I don't want to use the N word a lot, but 20%, my nigga. Like, come on, bruh. That's deep. And this thing is only 28.9 millimeters. So, you know, they say you learn something new every day. Make sure y'all write that down. You can Google it because there's no cap in my rap. But yeah, so. RT of this week, y'all already know um, where I get my stuff from. I get it from Fry's. That is Kroger in Atlanta. That is Food for Less in Chicago. I don't know where my other listeners live, Um, but you can just Google it and you can find some caffeine-free blackberry cherry tea. That is RT of the week. I know that sounds crazy. Um, So, this is definitely an herbal tea. You already know it's caffeine-free. Um, This tea helps to fight inflammation and muscle pain. So if you have pain from arthritis or gout or even headaches, uh, it has been known and recorded to like help out with those aches. I mean, I'm not saying don't take like ibuprofen or anything like that. Growing up, I always had migraines. My mama don't even know why. Like, I was the only kid in my classroom. I would be crying so hard in third grade, fourth grade because I'm having a migraine. And At the time, we didn't know that's what it was. So I loves me some ibuprofen chow. I loves me some Motrin. I don't really take Tylenol. But if you are more on the less, um, less medical side, then you could definitely get you a cup of blackberry cherry tea. Uh, This tea also helps speed post-exercise muscle recovery. So if you're going to work out, you know it is caffeine-free. You don't have to add sugar if you don't want to. We already know where I stand with that. Team sugar, y'all really need to pop out because all of these honey people be commenting on my posts. They be responding in my DMs and it's like... I don't know. Maybe somebody's going to have to, like, make it for me because I cannot see myself just walking up to the register and freaking Walmart saying, yeah, let me get this honey because I'm going to put it in my tea. So, no. But if you are a honeyer, make sure that you go out, get your honey, get your sugar, put it in this tea because it's so freaking good. Now, usually when I suggest the tea for the week, y'all, I try a cup with no sugar, and then, that's usually in the morning, and then I'll try a cup with sugar, and man, I'm talking about that difference. I already don't have no caffeine, so I need a little sugar that, you know, give me give me some i don't know (laughs) pump me up a little bit Uh, i don't drink coffee so this has definitely been helping me in the morning i know some people did ask uh, what do i usually drink my tea out of so uh one of my stores bought me a yeti i don't know if y'all know what a yeti is it's y-e-t-i it is probably one of the best cup and tumbler companies i've ever had in my life Uh, i take this yeti everywhere it has a really nice lid on the top it keeps things hot keeps things cold my yeti is so nice you could put like chili in it i mean of course i'm not gonna contaminate my stuff like that but um Any other time, I just go to like Dollar Tree or uh, even like Family Dollar and give me a nice little mug, uh, especially if it's microwave or dishwasher safe. I know all of my black listeners like, girl, who got to put that in a dishwasher? Yeah, I don't use my dishwasher. It is just something that is nice and pretty in my kitchen. um, I was on dish duty growing up, so I don't even know what a dishwasher is, child. But if you are one of those people, just make sure that... Your mug is dishwasher and microwave friendly. Um, I will get on my soapbox about people who microwave their tea, but that is definitely going to be a later post, a later discussion, a later episode. But let's get into this. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that (laughs) means? I used to be on my skates. Like literally, I, I used to love skating child be on my stage like what I thought I was gonna win a spelling bee and then they gave me potassium like girl I'm in third grade and nobody know how to spell potassium like I ain't even took the science class that teaches you what element potassium is but whatever um so I think the first time that I could say I was independent 17 years old Straight out of high school. Um, I did work my senior year of high school, but that was by choice. I just wanted to make a statement. You know, I wanted to be able to pay for my own prom dress because I was very extra. I got everything customized my shoes, my freaking hair, um, my jewelry. Uh, I think it came from a small little boutique in Georgia, but. I, I was really extra for prime and I wanted to make a statement. So I got me a job and my mama was like, Okay, cool. Um, I didn't have to pay with bill, uh, didn't have to pay for bills or anything like that. Um, but I think that was definitely a sense of independence that I had because you know, I was responsible for getting myself to work. I was responsible for cashing my own checks. And then so once I got to Georgia State, my freshman year, I just transferred my job because I'm like, I don't wanna go. To college with no money, you know. I know my uncle got me super straight. My uh, my cousins there. There's this thing that we do in Chicago. I don't know if they do it at other plate. Well, they definitely don't do it in Atlanta because every time I talk about it, people look at me like I'm crazy. But we have trunk parties, right? So you get this crazy big trunk. Uh, I think I got mine from like Goodwill or something like that. Yes, I am a thrifter. Got mine from Goodwill, and then people come and they fill it up with like things that they think that you may need your first year on campus, especially if you live living on campus. Um, so I had a trunk party. It was crazy. It turned out really great. Um, that was the first time I realized I could make a flyer. My flyer was really nice. Child, I had like invitations that I gave out in person <laughs> and I made flyers. I think I posted them on like Facebook or something. And people came out, uh, people gave me like a mini refrigerator. People gave me comforter sets, you know, they give you like toothpaste, they give you towels all kinds of crazy stuff so had this trunk party so as far as everything else i was pretty straight i was pretty cool on like my mama barely had to buy anything she just was responsible for taking me to school i get to college i'm on campus for about a week And I'm like, no, I need my own money. You know, like I want to save this money that these people gave me. And I had gift cards galore, but I just needed cash. No, I needed cash. And I was already very good at what I did. Uh, My first job was at Firehouse Subs. I promise you, that is my favorite franchise in America. I choose that over any other sub place ever. And then I just want to let y'all know that You do not always have to get hot subs. Because I was on the phone with my friend uh, a few weeks ago, and she was saying that she don't like Firehouse because she don't like hot subs. And I'm like, girl, reading is fundamental, honey. They got cold subs that you can get or whatever. So just wanted to throw that out there. Don't throw no shade until y'all. Try them out. (laughs) But back to independence. Okay, so boom. I get on campus. I have two roommates. My roommate story is going to come down the line. But let's just say that shit did not work out. (laughs) I am the only child. So, like, sharing a room with somebody is, like, dead as fuck. Like, I don't like sharing my room. Like, I'm a really nice person. I think that my friends could attest to the fact that I love to share things, you know. But my room, my bed, no. Like, even when I'm in relationships, like, I be wanting us to have our own beds. You feel me? Like, get your own dresser, my nigga. Like, Ugh, I hate sharing my room, so I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that is awesome that <laughs> That's why <what> I hate <laughs> I hate freestyling, but man, for real, I do not like roommates. Okay. So, yeah. So now I'm in Atlanta. I'm 17, 18 years old. I don't have no family down here. My whole family is like back home in Chicago. I did meet a really, really nice ass group of friends. Like I'm 100 percent sure like most of them will talk on this podcast. And so I'm not going to expose who they are right now. But I met the greatest group of college friends like ever, like, and we are all still friends, like, till this day. They fucking rock. Um, and they helped me out a lot, they helped me figure out Atlanta a lot. Um, but yeah, so. My independence at 17, 18 years old was out of the roof. Like people were looking at me like, how the hell are you getting all the way to Midtown? You're not even from here. Child, I was catching a bus, I was catching the train. I knew nothing about Marta. Um, I had only rode CTA a few times and that was only for like fun stuff. You know, I didn't me and my mama, we didn't have to take the bus to get to work and get to school. Um, I just did it because I wanted to like hang with my friends before school or whatever. Figuring out the MARTA system was crazy because it's definitely nothing like Chicago's uh, system or whatever. But it really taught me a lot because I had to use that very same system my senior year at Georgia State. But we'll talk about that too. Now, being alone in Atlanta, period. It was very interesting. Okay, like I'm. I'm not gonna say alone because my mama had like friends down there. They would come and see me. They would like cook for me and stuff, but it's nothing like your own family. It's nothing like your like your friends that you grew up with. Um, And I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. And I like it that way because, um, shit, at least I know better for next time, so just being alone on my own in Atlanta, it taught me a lot of things and it helped me now because uh, now I live all the way across the freaking country from my mama and from my second home, Atlanta. But now I can use, you know, those tips. I can use all of those experiences uh, because I didn't know how to freaking apply for like uh, apartments and stuff like that. I would be calling my mama all the time and yeah, we are best friends, but like some things you would think people could do on there. I and mean, I think I probably moved like every semester, um, except for when I stayed in the OG house. But we'll talk about that on another podcast too. I definitely learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about other people. Like, I'm not going to say at the end of the day, you all you got, because my mama, and my uncle, uh, my aunties, they really they did they thing honey they like they made sure i never wanted or needed for anything while i was in atlanta but still just trying to figure life out on my own it was so important for me i guess to prove to my mama that i could be independent like i'm not crazy i'm gonna pay my car no i'm gonna pay my rent i'm not gonna get behind on my bills because i want to have fun and that i did i had a lot of fun in college um i would not i wouldn't rewrite it no other way like i swear to god my experience at georgia state was the best like now college is totally different the pandemic then screwed everything up but i got my best experience from atlanta georgia um anybody who grew up there especially somebody that was coming to school from out of state like me i'm pretty sure y'all can agree with me that it is not for the weak okay like growing up like basically living all of your uh the rest of your teenage years and the beginning of your adult life in Atlanta at the time that I was grow- like uh growing up in Atlanta child I think they could have we could have been on a freaking reality show like I'm not even kidding I'm like how it made me feel so some days i really did feel alone i'm not even gonna lie uh and it's not because like i didn't have the friends or i wasn't in a relationship or anything like that but it was just literally the mere fact of me being away from my mom being away from my friends and being away from my family and let me be very clear i the the friends that i keep talking about that i had freshman year i do not have now and i'm okay with that but we definitely talk about but just being away from like where I was comfortable getting outside of my comfort zone was really hard but I think like joining different organizations and being active on campus shit I was active on other people's campus <laughs> so I, I I made do with what I had but a lot of times I really felt alone and it's not because I couldn't go back home I didn't want to like who the fuck want to leave Atlanta and go back to Chicago and they They were killing motherfuckers left and right. This was like 2016, like 2017. Like so many people were dying that I know that I grew up with, that I went to school with. So I was really trying to remove myself from that type of environment um, and kind of force myself to learn something new or be a better person for lack of better terms. Skills or lessons that I learned. I definitely, I learned a lot of skills, okay? I learned a lot of lessons. I learned that, first of all, Don't sign shit, okay? Especially when you're under 21. Do not sign anything without letting somebody that's already walked this path you know what i'm saying somebody that's already walked this path let them read that too you know what i'm saying and it doesn't have to be nobody that's like super close to you it's better i like opinions when they are unbiased like i don't need my friends to fight me up i like when strangers be like oh girl you look cute like of course your friend gonna say that they feel like they gotta say that you know but I definitely learned that the hard way. Like I was getting into leases and shit and they, they were playing me. Um, once I was able to like bring said leases back home to my mama over the summer, cause I did go back home some summers. She was reading and was like, why would you sign this? You know, like you basically got to live there for such and such amount of time. And it was mind blowing. I swear to God, like it was crazy that people were trying to finesse me. Um, so, don't let people get over on y'all. Don't let nobody do your fucking um, paycheck stubs. Like, don't do dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to do as righteously as you could because, like, it's all going to fall back on you. And all you have in this world is your name. I have a really nice name. <laughs> so, I don't need anything negative attached to Definitely read... The terms and conditions of everything. If you don't get nothing else from this, if you are under 21, shit, if you're under 25, like read the terms and conditions if you're out there on your own. Like if you think that you grown and you want to do everything by yourself, like you probably don't have no attorney, you probably don't know no lawyers. Get somebody to read that stuff with you. Make sure that you sit down and you understand what you're getting yourself into because. Once you're in, it's really hard to get out. And I mean that in a lot of aspects. You take, do what you want to with that information, but that's just. Okay, so I do have a few tips uh, for young adults who are currently independent or will be following, like, reading the fine print because they're going to try to get you and you make sure you advocate for yourself. Um, I went to school as a social work major. In my opinion, I've been a social worker since like seventh grade. So I already knew that like me being from Chicago and being down here by myself, especially like if I need to get something fixed on my car, like people going to try to play you. People going to try to finesse you, like advocate for yourself, know your rights, know know what rightfully old know that just because a motherfucker works somewhere don't mean they always right they don't know all the policies and the procedures so just always know what you're getting yourself into especially with jobs especially with apartments especially with cars like because people will try to finesse young adults especially if you're young and black they automatically assume that we like dumb or we are ignorant and that's not the case for real for real um, another tip that I would use is to make sure you find a really good friend that's from where you move into um because uh, I was I was so blessed right to have crossed in Atlanta so like all of my sisters were basically from Atlanta if they weren't from Atlanta they had probably been in Atlanta shit from the time they was in middle school until we got to georgia state so i was blessed enough that like if some shit went down like the craziest thing happened my last semester i'm gonna just give y'all a brief summary but the freaking apartment complex got shot up my apartment got rained out because they like hit some type of pipe or something mind y'all i'm living, i'm living on campus in some of the nicest apartments the newest apartments ever um i was just trying to end with a bang. And somehow, <laughs> somehow they shot my building up. Uh, but my sisters were there for me. They helped me move all of my stuff. Uh, they helped me find another apartment for those next few months in Atlanta. Like it was crazy. So like, make sure that you do have a support system back home. But always make sure that you have a support system where you live in at, and it don't even have to be out of the state. You know, like I don't give. I don't care if it's somebody in your complex. Just Always make sure you got somebody that you can depend on. And, of course, that's a two-way street. Like, if they could depend on you, of course, you'll be able to depend on them. But keep you a nice support system. Keep you at least one to two people. Um, and, like I said, I was ever so blessed to have found a really, really great friend group. Um, shit, I, have, I got a lot of friends in Georgia. It ain't even just about Georgia State like i'm i'm good in a lot of cities like i can move around georgia and move comfortably um and people just don't always look out for me because of the you know the type of reputation that i have with them uh so that's my that's my biggest thing um another thing is this is my final tip do not forget where you came from um and i don't mean to say like yeah i'm from chicago like i'm not gonna cap i was on campus while and now sometimes but I just don't like to argue you know i don't like to get into people and like not fight them and i know that's a shitty ass mentality to have but you have to take into account where i grew up at like literally where i the block that i grew up on across the street they went to a totally different school than we did so Back then, schools were warring. It would be times I'm just walking to school. I'm in like fifth grade, sixth grade. I'm minding my own business, getting jumped because bitches mad that I go to another school. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't even sign up for this. So. Um, and I carried that, that type of demeanor with me to college, I know, but I took it with me. And I could have avoided it. It could have been all avoided, but bitches still be trying you in college. Don't get to, if you listen to this and you are not in college yet, or you been in college and you ain't see it, you better know people gonna try you. People gonna try the fuck out of you. And I'm not that type of person. Like, I wanted to fight. I'm so glad I'm grown now and I'm over it but back then, baby, you could catch me outside. (laughs) How about that? For real, for real. But do not forget where you came from. Um, And what I mean that I mean, like, because I grew up in Chicago, because I grew up on the south side, I always knew to watch my surroundings. I already knew not to trust certain people. I was picking up on things that other motherfuckers that's from Atlanta was like, oh no, he cool. Like, oh no, he's a fucking rapist. Like, he's waiting till people get drunk and he trying to get busy up in here, you know what i'm saying or like seeing people stealing like when we had our house um in midtown motherfuckers were stealing clothes they were stealing all kind of stuff like we would leave our door open that's the type of policy that we had like yeah that wasn't no chicago type stuff but we thought you know people respected us enough and people are not gonna be like that so do not forget where you came from make sure you take the same The same things that you have to do in your neighborhood, take that with you somewhere else because don't get nowhere and start lacking because motherfuckers gonna take advantage of you and that's not what you want. So if y'all don't take nothing else from this, um, know that it is okay to move around. It's okay to leave the nest. It's okay uh, to like go somewhere and it don't work out and you go back home, but you go back home and you make another plan. That's your plan C. Go back home. Boss the fuck up, save some money and leave again. You know what I'm saying? No shade to people who live with their mamas, but y'all gotta get up out of there. Like get a taste of it. You know, it don't, it don't hurt to pay your own bills. It doesn't hurt to like have your own privacy. There's a lot of benefits that come with being independent. And I'm so glad that my mama helped me out and she taught me this a long time ago. Now I'm x years old and i could do it all alone i could do it on my own you know what i'm saying super blessed to still have that same support system it's probably even bigger now but super super blessed to have that support system uh and just stay in good graces with people but i'm out y'all have a good one that's hot honey thank y'all for listening Time for Tea is a weekly podcast that represents my love for talking (laughs) and, of course, helping people ease their problems. You can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts for now. As always, no tea, no shade, just facts. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, and share this thing, y'all.